Hello, everyone. I'm John Lee, and welcome to another episode of Single Mind Stories brought to you by Single Minded. We're a podcast about singleness, but we're for everyone. And normally, in an episode, we would be interviewing another person, but we have circled back. We have made it all the way back. We have created a, a singleness Ouroboros. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so now it is Danny and I back again after going on our ventures, just like Danny just recently went to the United States. I did, but but John, I didn't have any Milo bubble tea this time. I didn't that's, see that's a travesty. Any Milo someone, someone could have had a layover in LA and chose not to. So yeah, that is true. That is true. I did though today. I was very excited. I was um well, I'm still in the United States as we're recording this, and in fact, when this is released, I will probably be on a plane heading home. Today, I was I was in Austin, Texas, and I just randomly walked into this candy shop, and um, they didn't have Milo, but they did have Maltesers, which again are another great Australian delicacy. They're malt malt balls covered in chocolate, but. Maltesers are a very specific kind of, of malt. I think the UK have them too. And I was very excited. They had Maltesers, but alas, no Milo. I, I appreciate you explaining that because I, I was thinking about the cat, <laughs> uh, the cat? <laughs> until you told me. About, or isn't is it a Maltese, a, a breed of oh, an animal? Yes, a Maltese cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it, it, thank you for explaining to me that that was a that, that was a dessert because I I had no idea. Um, well, it, it's a it's a candy chocolate bar kind of thing. Um, but they're yeah. Oh my gosh, why are we talking about Maltesers? I'm sorry, I shouldn't have taken uh, us there. Because it's a fun thing to do. Um, so what we're going to do uh, for this episode is kind of recap some of the stuff that we 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 got to experience, share some takeaways, but. Um, man, I was so encouraged listening to your interviews with, with different people in particular. Um, and, and for me, one, one of the things I just wanted to highlight was, was how encouraged I was listening to stories, particularly from single sisters talking about their experience. Um, I, I know what my experience is as a young single guy, but then to hear from, from sisters like Laura and, and, and Kelly and, and Amanda and others that have experienced this from a female perspective just made me extra grateful for the Lord's work in y'all's life. Um, and I think that's something I've received from my friendship with you. Uh, so I, I was really grateful uh, to be able to learn from these different folks. Oh, that's awesome. And vice versa. I mean, for those listening, we, John and I didn't hear each other's episodes until they were basically ready to go to air. So we, we didn't know the conversations that we were each having with other people. And so, yeah, getting to listen in. And again, from a male perspective, I, I do think that, um, you know, often the female single perspective is uh, more known in the church, even though it, there's a, you know, it's not as known as it should be. Um, their voices aren't as, as clear and loud as they should be. I actually think often it's a single male perspective that is you even here less frequently. And so hearing you chat with various guests like Vaughn and like Josh, um, I, I was really thankful for that as well. Um, and just to hear it, I mean, this is the power of stories, isn't it? Of actually hearing what other people's lives are like what God is doing in other people's lives, what other people's walk with Jesus actually looks like. It's such a blessing to be able to to have people share that with us. And I think I said a number of times, I might have sounded a bit like a broken record actually, but I was just so thankful that 
our guests were so willing to be vulnerable in the way that they were to have the courage to share their stories with us. That's not an easy ask. Um, so I, I was, I was so thankful to each of them for that. Yeah. And, and I think it came through as, as we were listening to each different story. Um, one thing is, one of the things that struck me was just the degree of, of similarities that you see as well as differences. Um, Every single person has their own unique experience with singleness, but you see the same amount of faithfulness. You see a lot of similar uh, frustrations as well. Uh, and then and then you also get to see God's grace kind of pour through each one. Um, I particularly, maybe it's just because the one that I, I listened to most recently, but I was so struck by Amanda's story. And and I, I don't know if it's just the Australian accent to to my American ears, but, but a genuine hopefulness in the Lord while still being able to be frank about different challenges that she had. And it just made me think like every single person starts single and amongst the married Christians that do exist in the world, over half of them are going to be single again. And uh, Amanda is such a telling example of what faithfulness looks like for so many Christians around the world. I was really encouraged to listen to, to her story. Yeah, I, I agree. And just again, hearing another perspective on singleness, the perspective of uh, a widow, Ruth's story, the perspective of divorce, both of those, I think, are actually sort of underrepresented voices in the conversation in our churches. And so um, it was, I think, really important to be able to, to hear their stories. Yeah, I was, um, I was very appreciative of that. Any, any particular lessons or takeaways for you, Danny, as you were listening to, to different stories for you? Um, oh, gosh. It's hard to know because the stories are so different. But I think the thing that I kept coming back to is for each of our guests, their desire to understand the situation that God has placed them in through the lens of the gospel, through Jesus, what he has done for them, who he has made them in him, the community that he's actually brought them into, that that wrestling with that, even as sometimes, and well, quite often, that has brought disappointment and, and complexity and challenge and even sorrow at times, uh, that desire to actually journey forward uh, with Jesus in their singleness, in whatever circumstance that is, uh, is just a testimony to the work of the gospel in their lives. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Amen. I, I think one of the things that I, I appreciate about the way that we formulated our questions, as well as the way that people answered it, is I love hearing people talk about their church. I mean, I, I know that there are frustrations that can come from being in a church community. I think we heard a lot of good examples of what not to say to someone, uh, listening to, to people's different stories. But in addition to that, just how uh, essential uh, the church life is for each single person, I think the way that you fight loneliness as a single person isn't just by trusting in Christ individually, introspectively, but also being able to share your burdens, your joys, your frustrations uh, with your church family. And I think I got to hear that over and over again with each person that spoke. And that was really encouraging for me. Well, John, that was a lovely unplanned 
listeners, it was completely unplanned segue into um, actually what single-minded's focus is going to be in 2024. As a ministry, uh, next year, we really want to focus on the topic of church and particularly church as family. Um, so just to kind of give you a little bit of a heads up of, of what we're looking at next year is um, we are going to have a, a theme, Single-Minded Family Matters, uh, and we're going to be running a keynote conference in Australia. Sorry, everybody else, you can live stream in, but it's probably going to be at crazy o'clock your time. Um, but we are going to be doing a conference on this topic in May, really thinking from what the Bible has to say about what it means to be genuinely family to each other, not just a word we toss around, but actually, what does it mean for the church to be family? And then in the second half of the year, what we're going to do is we're actually going to do some events in person and online. So again, wherever you are in the world, you'll be able to be part of this, where we're actually going to hear from some of those people who are in, um, I guess, less represented demographics, single demographics in, in the church, those whose voices are perhaps not heard as, as loudly and importantly as they can be. So um, yeah, that's, that's the plan for next year. So uh, if you're listening to this and you're intrigued, make sure that you've gone to our website, www.singleminded.community, join our mailing list. That's where you'll actually um, get all the information that you need. And let me tell you one more exciting thing. I don't think you even know this, John. I don't think I've told you this. Single-minded is we're redeveloping our entire website. So in the first quarter of next year, first third of next year, we're, um, we're going to have a brand new website. And the focus of that is really going to be on our resource library. We want to make the website a place where people can come and really easily, accessibly find good resources on singleness. So um, uh, check back in early-ish next year on that. With that resource library, it's kind of like Netflix, right? You have to pay a monthly subscription <laughs> in order to access that? No. Nice lead in there, John, but no. It's actually all of our stuff is free. As a, as wait, a ministry, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no way. I mean, you, you, have to, you have to be paying some kind. It's like $2 per video, right, Danny? No, no. Absolutely free. I mean, if you want to pay $2 per video, you feel free to do that. Um <laughs> That, that doesn't sound like a very sustainable uh, nonprofit situation. How are you guys no. able to pay for it? I mean, that is a good question. How do we actually fund this? And, and we do fund, Single Minded is funded through the financial support of people who actually value the ministry that Single Minded is doing. And so um, we are at a point where we really do need to increase our, our financial support in order to keep going and growing as a ministry. But the reason for that is because we are committed to providing free, accessible resources to the, the global church on this topic. We exist in order to actually help those resources to be put out there. Uh, and so um, we do want to make them free on our website. Um, if people would like to make a donation, they're welcome to, but um, that's not the point of our resource library. So next year, brand new website that actually allows people to come in and find those resources uh, really easily. Yeah, I mean, I think parachurches are often most useful when they provide like a specific avenue of, of resourcing or, or perspectives that you can't just get from your average local church. So I think you, Danny, being an expert, having a doctorate in this subject and, and done the amount of research that you did, I remember the first time I reached out to you, I was, I was asking about Matthew 19 and, and trying to dive into that. Um, and, and being able to provide resources specifically on this topic that, that Christians, that local churches can use 
that's one way to take one specific topic, delve very deeply, and then support so many different churches as broadly as possible. Um, and I think that's a really good use of Christian funds to support that kind of work. Um, you should give first and foremost to your own local church. God commands that. But if you want to see your dollar go go for, or U.S. dollar for me, if you want to see your money go go far and, and support churches in very specific avenues, this is one great way to do it. Uh, I would very highly encourage anybody to go and support this ministry. Um, I've been really blessed by the resources. I don't know of anyone else who's quite talking about this subject like this. And I'm saying that as an outsider. I co-host this podcast, but I, I am not in charge of anything. Um, but I've been so encouraged by you guys and the work that you do. I, I can put you in charge of lots of things if you'd like to, John. There's lots of things to be <laughs> no, in charge of. No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a local church pastor. Uh, that is my job. Um, that is your job. And, and speaking yeah. of and, the church, hmm. I know someone's going to have to talk about this at the conference. But man, hmm. uh, Mark 10, when Jesus says that there's no one who has left home or brothers or sister or mother or father or children's or fields for me will not fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age, homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children's fields, and persecutions, and in the age come eternal life. What amazing news. That's it's right incredible. now. You often overlook that in the present age, don't we? When we're reading yeah. that passage or we're thinking about it, it's not just a far off, you'll get it in the next life. It's here and now. This is the promise of the gospel here and now. Mm -hmm. How incredible Amen. is that? Yeah, fantastic. Mm -hmm. We can probably, you know, wrap this up. Uh, we just kind of wanted to check back in with everyone and say what a great time we'd had this season. And we are coming back. Single-Minded Stories will be back for a second season. I've already, even just in my travels over here in the US in the last couple of weeks, I've met enough people that I've already got a list of people I now need to email and say, hey, so, single-minded stories. What do you think about coming on being a guest? I'm sure, John, you probably have other people in mind as well. But we are we are excited as a podcast about coming back for another season in 2024. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, before we go, Danny, uh, anything that you've been reading lately that you're like, this is great, and I want someone to read this before the next season comes out? Yes, thank you. Um, I had forgotten about this because I was talking to John off air about this great article that I just read. And it does go back to what we we're just talking about, about um, the, the blessings of the gospel in terms of family uh, in this life. Uh, there's a fantastic article that was um, published online just a couple of days ago called, uh, the title is Just Our Family. If you Google Just Our Family by Lewis Phillips, and it's uh, the Center for Faith, Sexuality and Gender is where it's published. This is an excellent article, perfectly timed for Christmas, um, really asking about how do we think about Christmas and particularly about family at Christmas. So let me just read you just a couple of sentences from it because I thought this was brilliant. Uh, he, Lewis writes, we show what we value most by what we're most protective of. I know my family is not unique in this struggle. I've heard countless Christian family conversations about the importance of celebrating Christmas, or at least part of it, with just family. I'm not saying this is always wrong, but I will say that our desire to protect family time from other people's presence doesn't seem especially Christian. In fact, it feels ironic in light of what we're celebrating at Christmas. Uh, so 
hopefully that's intriguing enough to get people to go and to read this article. So I think this is an excellent article that helps not just single people think about what does it mean for them to be part of family at Christmas, but really importantly, I think it speaks to nuclear families about what does it mean to celebrate Christ's birth as the family of God at Christmas time and how do we practically express that? What about you, John? Have you been looking at anything recently? Yeah, uh, I just read this great article uh, on C.S. Lewis's view on the family uh, by that girl boss <laughs> theologian, Danny Truick. Um, I would highly recommend everything that she that, writes. John, that looks like I totally set you up for that. Can you just clarify <laughs> to people that I had no idea that was coming? <laughs> yeah, she had no idea. Um, I, I am a big fan of your work. I, I think that you are excellent. Uh, you oh. write sharply. One other article that's been helpful, um, my friend Marshall Siegel at Desiring God wrote an article um, on five questions for, for single men, basically encouraging them to, to look to their community. You can substitute the word man for woman, and uh, the article works just as fine. Uh, and I thought it was really helpful thinking about different people that I'm inviting into my own life. And uh, if you'll allow me to preach for just one minute, right? Uh, preach, brother, preach. One of the things that I loved about listening to these episodes is that no one person makes up the entire paragon of, of the singleness experience, right? Um, but hopefully as you get to listen to these different single people, you get get another vignette or another kind of facet of a diamond as you get to see the Lord's faithfulness. I just want everyone who's listening to this to know that you have a treasure trove of single Christians at your own local church. You can go and invite them to coffee or invite them over to your home and ask them thoughtful questions. Don't, don't, don't pry at them like they're some kind of zoo animal, right? But, <laughs> but you can ask genuine questions to hear their experience, um, to, to be encouraged by them and to encourage them for being in your life, right? Um, so I'll encourage everyone to kind of use this podcast as a good example of things that you could be doing in your own community. There are so many different examples of single-minded stories of God's faithfulness in your own community if you just take the time to ask. So I encourage everyone to go do that. That is a great word to finish on. Yeah, we the single-minded stories that we want people to hear are not just the ones that get pushed out on Spotify. We, we want people to actually hear the relationships that are going on in their local churches, whether they're the single-minded stories, the married-minded stories. It's actually about hearing each other's story with Jesus, which is just so important. So that's a great way to finish. Um, well, John, we should wrap up. But before we do, I do want to give a real big shout out to Sarah, our podcast editor, who has just worked magic. Magic I don't understand. I don't want to understand. Mm -hmm. But I'm so glad that Sarah understands the podcast magic that has to go into <laughs> producing something well, like this. Well, she performed some magic like just 15 seconds ago, right? Um... <laughs> Are you suggesting that we have outtakes and bloopers in this podcast, John? Yeah, I mean, if you've been listening to our podcast and you're thinking, wow, every single interview question these people are asking are so articulate, and all these answers are tight and encouraging, and, and they're just able to go on for ages, it sounds that way because Sarah did stuff. Um, yeah. We don't know how she does it, but it comes <laughs> out great. It does. So, Sarah, we, we are very thankful for you. Amen. Amen. And we're really thankful for all of our listeners as well. Thanks for coming with us um, on this kind of first season of exploring single-minded stories. Mm -hmm. uh, can Do you mind if I close our time in prayer and just ask that the Lord would continue to bless this ministry and the work that we do? 
That would be an awesome way to finish. Let's do that. Lord, as, as we're recording this, we're, we're looking forward towards uh, celebrating Christmas where we remember you sending your son. So we thank you, Lord, that, that none of us um, who are single or married are, are ever alone, but that you came to us to save us. So, so we thank you for your grace. Pray, Lord, that you continue to use um, these podcast episodes as well as this ministry to be able to encourage Christians around the world um, to see your glory in every single person's life. Um, and that as, as we do, that we would be able to exalt your name and bring more praises to you uh, because you are deserving of it all. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We'll see you in 2024, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Single Minded Stories. For more information about Single Minded, to access our resource library or to partner with us financially, visit www.singleminded.community. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook and X. Thanks to Danny Treweek and John Lee, our co-hosts, Sarah Sarangallo, our podcast editor, and Aaron Talada, who created our theme music. <laughs>